It's Tuesday, February 14, 2023. We basically nuked the town with chemicals so we could get a railroad open. Ohio residents sue over fiery chemical train derailment after governor's decision to release toxic chemicals. Exxon drops its algae biofuel charade, plus... Are you excited about buying an electric vehicle but worried that it could leave you unsatisfied? Electric vehicles dominate Super Bowl car ads, signaling a potential culture shift. Emphasis on potential. All of those stories and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Netflix joining in by including more EVs in their movies and shows. The least they can do. It's the very least they can do. We'll take what we can get. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, what's going on in Ohio is not getting nearly enough coverage from the national news. Uh, Essentially, they have poisoned thousands of people, it seems to me. Yes, it does. Cleanup is underway in East Palestine, Ohio, after last week's massive toxic chemical train derailment and fire, and officials' decision to burn off the train's flammable cargo in a controlled release operation to avert the risk of an even larger explosion. Controlled release of toxic chemicals. Residents have been allowed to return to their homes, but at least four class action lawsuits have been filed, seeking damages, and to force the railroad company Norfolk Southern to provide free health care monitoring amid reports of dead farm animals, birds and fish in downstream areas and concerns about long term exposure. The fiery derailment has renewed calls to upgrade railroad safety in the wake of staffing cuts implemented by the railroad industry and the Trump administration's rollback of Obama-era regulations tightening safety standards for trains carrying highly explosive liquids. On Monday, the Environmental Protection Agency identified three additional highly toxic chemicals released by the derailment and confirmed that some of the chemicals have been detected in the air and surface waters of the Ohio River basin, but below thresholds that would trigger public health concerns. The people who live there seem to be very concerned, and yet Governor Mike DeWine told everyone to just go on back. Everything was fine. Everything was safe. It seems that it was anything but. In other news, last week, oil giant Shell posted all-time record profits of $42 billion in 2022. This week, environmental law firm Client Earth filed a climate lawsuit with England's highest court against all 11 individual members of Shell's board of directors. The first-of-its-kind suit accuses the individuals of failing to manage the company's climate risks and, quote, breaching company law by failing to implement an energy transition strategy that aligns with the landmark 2015 Paris Agreement. Company law? Do companies have laws? Apparently they do. Well, and I guess they're willing to violate those as well. Oil giant Exxon also reported record-shattering profits. Fifty-nine billion dollars in 2022 alone. And then Exxon quietly announced it is ending its much-touted research into developing sustainable algae-based biofuels. Exxon has spent millions since 2009 boasting about its algae research in ads and investor presentations, which critics throughout have condemned as greenwashing. Accurately, it turns out. 
Environmental activist Bill McKibben asks, why didn't Exxon invest those millions in solar and wind energy? Because, he quipped, energy from the sun and wind are free forever, and that doesn't fit Exxon's business model. Sounds about right. By the way, didn't we have a story just last week with BP doing the same thing, record profits, and then backing off of their climate targets? Yes. U.N. Secretary General Antonio Guterres cited the oil industry's record profits last year in calling for governments to end billions in fossil fuel subsidies doled out every year to the fossil fuel industry. Despite all of their war profiteering? Yes. Go figure. In his State of the World address, Guterres warned that on our current trajectory, we are headed toward a catastrophic 2.8 degrees Celsius temperature rise above pre-industrial levels. Guterres castigated the powerful oil industry for blocking the shift to clean energy. If you cannot set a credible course for net zero, you should not be in business. Yeah, they shouldn't be in business. Finally, commercials during the 57th Super Bowl game appear to mark a cultural shift. There were only four automobile ads in total, and three of them were for electric cars, including one that made fun of range anxiety or the fear of running out of a battery charge. But streaming service Netflix went a different route with an ad from comedian Will Ferrell announcing an initiative to increase the visibility of electric vehicles by featuring EVs in film and television. And it appears to be working. Online retailer Cars.com reports it saw a 21% increase in EV searches during and after the game. Very cool. Maybe I was too cynical. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. Who's gonna drive you home tonight?